Ahoy everybody! Thank you for tuning in to Airborne Entrepreneur. Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. And today I have with me a very special guest because it's also amazing, amazing person that I met a few months ago. Very driven, professional lady and uh, with probably most enthusiasm and energy and a uh, little bit of perfectionism. <laughs> in, 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 yeah, I oh, can yes. see she's laughing. <laughs> Yeah, everything basically great package all together. <laughs> and, oh, I'm, and I'm so happy Eleanor Chappell is here with us. She made it, I made it actually on time almost. <laughs> and and she's going to share her story with us. And I will ask her a few questions. And uh yeah, I really I was really, I guess, excited to to get to know her better. And I think also my audience, you know, you all deserve to know this amazing lady because she Traveled a lot. She moved countries as well. She had very, very interesting background, and now she's in business and she's successful. And she managed even her business uh, when the times, you know, became really hard for a lot of businesses. And I think that's for me, like that's the major thing that I really value to meet people, um, business people. They are resilient, and yeah, they just don't stop. You know, even if it's hard, they're like, yes, let's do it different way. And that's what she she did. And I. I'm really happy that you're here. Thank you very much for having time. And yeah, welcome. You're welcome. And likewise, Alex, thank you so much for this opportunity. And it was incredible to meet you as well. Um, you know, like you said, you're very energetic, dynamic and driven. And our personalities, I think, just um, complement each other perfectly. So <laughs> I understand why we get so excited when we meet up and talk. It's like I have to go and calm down after our meeting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was actually thinking I need to mention something and actually I forgot, but I should say that you are the person that always is talking and coming with these amazing ideas, but you actually execute them all. <laughs> what is oh yes, yeah. Very... I can't I can't just be a dreamer. I have yeah. to go and make it happen. Yes, that's it. And that's what we're going to do today. Like a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of motivation for other people and see actually things are possible. You know, we can show them probably that if you manage them, I'm managing business and yes, it was hard. It's still possible. And I think that's why people need to hear you. Tell us something about yourself, like where you're coming from, something from your background, but just, you know, get to know you a little bit better. <laughs> okay. So I've been, I've been in Perth for ooh, seven and a half years now. Came from Nottingham in England. I was a police officer in Nottingham. Um, I transferred to Western Australia, please. I actually don't think any of my family believed I was gonna come over here because I just decided I'd had enough of the police force in England. So I looked, I'd never been to Australia in my life, never set foot in the country. I just had a look which state was recruiting, so thought, oh, Western Australia. <laughs> I'll go and live the dream over there. I applied for the police force. And within it was within about six or oh no, maybe eight or nine months actually. Um, we were, me and my husband were here. I transferred, he'd got a job. And that's when I think it, people, it really sunk into family that I was actually going. So I, I don't, like I said, I don't just dream, I do it. I, I love find that. a way and I do it. That's just, that's remind me so much. Like you basically just say like, you know what? I just want to go. I want to go somewhere. I want to go to Australia. 
and and you decided to do that and actually you moved and I love that because that was the yeah. same thing when I had my business I was like I'm going to sell business and I'm going to open a coffee shop in Thailand and everybody was like nah Oh no, like, this is, no, this is how bad, this is how little I knew about Australia when we moved over and moved over in July and everyone was telling me Perth is hot all year round, I was getting all excited. So I, I, you know, I'm no joke, I nearly swore them, but I'm not, no joke, I did not bring one coat or jumper thinking I would just melt all year round and I stepped off the plane, it rained for nearly a week solid I walked into our rental and I was trying to figure out where the radiators were because I couldn't understand how heating worked in Western Australia. And then I went on the first purchase uh, over here was a dressing gown and a pair of slippers. <laughs> and, yep. and I had plus that, I had plus the, you know, the electric heater that you can put in the house. That was my <laughs> part of the purchase. Yeah. And I was, I was the, um, That's awesome. um, you know, the, the, the palm that was on the beach in the middle of July when it was, you know, 20 degrees with my factor 30 and my pasty white skin. <laughs> no, yeah, not anymore. I've, I've definitely acclimatized. That was me. Yeah. But yeah, I absolutely understand that because that was for me as well. I was like, oh, okay, Australia. I'm like, I didn't want to really go to Perth, but you know, I was thinking that that will be probably warm. And yeah, uh, second yeah. when I get back home, I was like taking all my snowboarding clothes and I was like, you know what? I will probably need some <laughs> jackets. Oh no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> so that's a bit of my story, really. That's a bit of, that's like my main background from emergency service and, you know, just letting yeah. everything go. And I think, no, I want to live the dream. I want to live yeah. the dream. Nice. So I came to Perth to live the dream. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I will probably ask about that because you, you moved to Perth, live, you wanted to live the dream and you basically started police, yeah? Yes, I moved here. Um, I started in October 2014 and I stayed in the police for three years. So I had some great opportunities over here in WA Police. It, you know, that was fantastic, but... Um, come 2017 it was I was ready for a different chapter of my life I'd done 10 years in policing and I wanted to take all of my transitional skills and create something of my own I wanted the freedom to be yeah. creative to um you, you know to make a positive impact in the way I want to make a positive impact and to do different things so I thought I'm gonna take this opportunity and do it because if I don't I will regret it yeah I think that's that's great actually that's a great point because when we want to want to do something like when we feel like it's time to change and I think at that moment when we don't change or we don't actually step into you know something else or something new I think that's when real like regrets coming because it's so important to like when you feel it just do it yeah <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying everything yeah but uh okay that means after three years you kind of were thinking moving out of the from the police career and what was like you said that you want to be creative and you want to make impact but did you have any like, did you leave the police first or did you have first idea of what you're going to no, do I left I left there was um I didn't know um I didn't have the foundation of creating the company before I left the police I just knew full well that I needed to move into a different chapter of my life I was I was beginning to be unhappy in the job and I couldn't do that because I'd always given 150% yeah. to, um, you know, to my job. Um, I'd, I'd probably spent more time at work than I did at home. 
I worked ridiculously hard to get to the position I was, um, you know, especially being a female in the police force. Um, I always felt like I had to prove myself above and beyond the guys to show that I could do the job just as good as them. Um, and I was starting to not like the job and I couldn't do that. I, I cannot be in a work environment where I'm not happy. I cannot, I would rather have no money and be happy than be paid, um, you know, whatever, what, I think it was between 80 and a hundred thousand dollars a year between the positions I was working in the police force and be unhappy. It's not worth it. I'm not driven yeah. by money that way. And I think that's, that's amazing. And I honestly, I value that because I love having people around. They, they actually don't just want money, but it's something beyond it's, it's something that they really feel the urge to achieve, but not, not for money only. Of course, business is about money. Like we, of course we need to create a profit because we want to help other people as well. We want to, you know, grow a little bit bigger and mm-hmm. be able to give family. But I think we can do it fun way. I believe, you know, it's not all about money. Like, you know, I'm not going to let someone to cut my arm because it will be a better profit for me. And I think that's, that's the difference. Like some people are only driven by money, but that's fine. Like, you know, everybody's different, but that's what I really value about you. Like you want to have fun. You want to do something nice and great and you want to connect yeah and you definitely are you're a great vibe everywhere but everywhere everywhere i'm a a big creative i'm a huge creative as well and there's there's not there's not much i can do in the police force to be creative that's right (laughs) it's not you know it's it's not all flowers and balloons and um unicorns and sparkles it's um not not that i'm all about flowers and balloons and unicorns and sparkles (laughs) but there's not much room for creativity definitely that's wrong job yeah probably yeah that that was the wrong job that time yeah and uh, okay but and um how did you find out what you're going to do like it was something that uh, just happened to you or you met someone or how did you get inspired um it was a real deep thinking process um but i love travel and i love Travel used to be escapism for me. It used to be to escape from the realities of the job. I used to, and in England, I'd just go and travel and just lie on a beach for two weeks, um, just to not have a radio going off in my ear, just to, and I would go on my own. So travel really was escapism. And I started to realize that I didn't want it to be escapism. I realized that it was an opportunity to bond with the people who mean the most to you it was an opportunity to enjoy new cultures new tastes to make new friends and when I adopted that mindset and I stopped looking at it as, as escapism throughout the time that I was um I guess traveling you know over the past 10-15 years um I, I've just fell in love with travel for all of those reasons apart from the, the escapism and I um I guess I got a little bit frustrated when I was in the police and I was a sergeant because my team would just, they would never take leave. They were just at work all the time. It was like they were frightened, some of them were frightened to take leave. And sometimes I was like forcing them to go on holiday or, or you know, just, just go and take a break, go and do something different. And it was like, they just got in this red mist mindset and they were just so in tune with turning up to work every day dealing with the crimes and you know not wanting to leave the team and leave them in a pile of crap if we're going through a tough period and I'm like no 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 you need to you need to spend time with your family 
go go and take a real genuine break you know you need to get out of this area get out of this country go and enjoy something new so travel i understood was a really really powerful thing for disconnection to disconnect from your professional identity and to reconnect with your family and i just thought i love that and I, you know i'd loved that and when i left the police force i just thought i want to do that i want to help people do that especially like like-minded people you know yeah. i want to help professionals go on these once in a lifetime trips not worry about anything that's going off at work and even if they have to do work while they're away i'll help them create boundaries i'll help them do that while they're away so i that's why I built the travel consultancy. So it wasn't a travel agency, it's a consultancy because it was much more than booking travel and managing those aspects of an itinerary. It was making sure that for professionals, those boundaries are in place and you can really immerse yourself in that experience. And there weren't just, it wasn't just a trip to Bali or you popped to Singapore or it was over East. It was, you know, five weeks in America. It was all these big Europe trips. It was real once in a lifetime trips. So I, so I built the travel consultancy from scratch and that started with me gaining a qualification in travel. I had to do it from that. Yeah. Nice. nice. That means you basically, not only yourself, but you help people to fulfill their dreams. They didn't even know that is their dream to be somewhere <laughs> yeah. on holidays and actually plug <laughs> off from everything what is happening. And I guess, especially when you mentioned the police, a police work, like you're dealing with a crime, you're dealing with really heavy cases, you know, and people like, like more negative people every day, basically it's something that I can't imagine to do without traveling. Like I can't imagine to just, you know, don't have like weeks off because yeah, you need you to recharge you know you need to stay yourself yeah. because I guess yeah but I, I can I can only guess yeah it, it, that work that type of work can change people and I think you need to still do something for yourself but it's same like other business other business or other work mm-hmm. I believe every time that we are too much involved and we don't give you give ourselves break like we burn out that means it's probably same same everywhere but yep. yeah I think it's amazing I I'm so sorry I didn't travel with you. I should book tra- some great trip for you. Oh, you. No, but this, I didn't know you. But I didn't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I spent all that time, you know, I really enjoyed building the travel consultancy from scratch, you know, gaining my qualifications, building all my policies and procedures, my terms and conditions, building my collaborations, my partnerships, people telling me that I'd never be able to build my own travel consultancy okay then um but I did anyway and then I got my clients and then COVID hit how oh. was that that, means that was okay that means that was really really at the beginning when you when you finally build up everything and you're starting to get inclined yeah I had a and launch you... party I was oh. five months pregnant with my second kid I had a launch party it was amazing um I don't re- obviously I don't regret anything I couldn't have controlled COVID yeah. um but I had, you know, I'd worked really hard to build the foundations and build and build the brand. Um, but when COVID hit, I just, it was, all right, I don't care, I can't control this. I've just looked for the opportunities. Yeah. So I sat down, went, yeah, and just went back to my original business plan and looked at how I saw the company in five years time. Looked at what, um, what I projected and how the business model would have expanded and how it would have evolved. And I picked a portion of that. And worked on that because um, the portion of that business model that I wanted to work on in five years time was to build a 
a local community membership um, with like-minded people in Perth. And when COVID hit, that was my only option anyway. Maybe that was the great thing because that was so like, maybe no, no, no. it was that, meant that was, to happen. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> no, 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 traveling. Come on, Eleanor, just start straight away with membership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'll make so, it faster. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so crazy yeah. yeah but when you think about before covid of course i know covid was challenged i'm not going to ask about that because that was for everyone but when you think about like before when you started and you build it up everything you did your your course or your studies or education when you think about your build when you start to build up the business in a new country like you know you you, you were here probably short time it was three years you said I mean, yeah. it was still kind of new it wasn't you know that you know everyone you probably didn't know a lot of people how like did you find any challenge in that like what was the most challenging part of that whole process i'll tell you what i did okay so the minute i stepped foot in perth and after i'd purchased my dressing gown and slippers i went on <laughs> meetup <laughs> and i searched for i'm a social person okay i have to be around people i get my motivation my energy and my drive when i'm around people Um, so I wanted to meet people. I wanted friends. Be, it was like, come on, who's going to be my friend? So I, I went to loads of meetup groups. I met friends really quickly and I started networking straight away. Now, I think in the back of my mind, I knew that one day I would leave the police and I wanted to figure out what small business looked like because I had no idea. I yeah. just had no idea. I, I didn't even know where I was going. I was too scared to drive when I come over here. I didn't I had no idea what was going off on the roads. But I knew that first of all, I wanted to be around people because it's hard being isolated in a new country. I knew no one, absolutely no one. Yeah. Just me and my husband. So I went and met people straight away and I went and started networking straight away. So from day one, even when I was in the police force, I was networking. Yeah. And I was and I was part of a networking organization and supporting them, a new networking organization and supporting them to grow. I did, I helped them with events. And I remember helping, um, helping them with a big event um, one day. And I had a phone call. I won't say what bank it was. Um, I had a phone call because it was, they were a sponsor for this event and they weren't happy with the, the shade of, the shade of color on their sponsor graphics. It didn't match their, their brand okay. colors. So I really shouldn't have answered my phone because I was halfway through arresting somebody. So I was having an argument with somebody's about somebody's brand colors on the phone while I was trying to put the handcuffs on somebody. It was really all strange, <laughs> um, but I did. <laughs> That's <yeah>. great. <laughs> it is. But I did, I worked really, really hard to network, build my professional relationships very, very quickly and build my friendships very, very quickly. So when I did leave the police force, I had a pretty decent professional network. I would like to pause there because I think this is really important because there's a lot of people coming to Australia, maybe not right now because we can't really move around, but I know so many people and, and it's like, sometimes I'm sad because like, for example, I, I started as well. Like I started to network. I think I was in a, some meetup groups, uh, lunches and just meet a few different people and join some networking. But I think I didn't know how to do it. It was more like I figured it out on the way because I didn't know how to find friends in environment that felt so 
far away from me. Like I, I think I struggle at the beginning. But I mean, it's it's great to see that actually that is the way to go. That is like I joined the gym, of course. You know, and small things like that. Like you try to find yeah. your your groups and and vibes and and some great people. And I also talk to strangers, but you know, sometimes you're in a position that you just meet really amazing people. And, and sometimes you just can't get those amazing people. Like it takes you so long. That means I would probably say that anyone who is coming to this country and want to start business or just move and be here, I think that's the most important part that you just said. And I think oh, that's, that's such a valuable, just to mention that a networking and creating those friends and connections because that's most valuable for business but not only business it's just for for life just to have yeah. those people around this yeah that's really great that means that that was that was not challenge probably because you like challenge was that you didn't know anyone but you find really quick way to to actually fix it or create the, the people around you but how yeah. When you think about the business start, like when, when we're going out of the police and now you like, okay, I quit, I want to do something else. What did you find as a challenge? Like or what was the, the major thing that you knew you need to overcome? Or what was something that you felt like, oh, I can't make this? Or there was something really big. Did you did you have anything around that? Like like the hard decision? Like, okay, what I'm going to do now and what's next? Um I don't know really I guess for me in terms of challenges I'm a yes person good so right. I'd say yes I'm a <laughs> yes yes let's do it yes and that's all well and good um but one of my challenges was building a business on your own right it's not always great to say yes because you just become <laughs> overwhelmed and overcommitted. So I've had to learn to say yes in the right circumstances to the right people at the right time. I'm still a yes person, but sometimes I don't jump in and then five minutes later think, oh my God, what have I just done? Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say yes. <laughs> I've, I've had to learn. My biggest challenge was using my time wisely because I am a social person and like, I would go to every networking event I was like, oh my God, I've got 10 new friends today. I've met some amazing people, but I wasn't using my time wisely. Yeah. So now I learned to say no. I think that's very important. Like that's even like being yes person and, you know, be open to challenges, I guess, because for you, it was more challenge, maybe equal opportunity, I guess. It sounds like that. Like for you, it's just to see yeah. basically. I would see things as a lost yeah. opportunity if I said no. Yes. Whereas I needed to be, okay, it's not a lost opportunity, yeah. but I'm actually overcommitting myself and I need to yeah. prioritize my time here. Yeah, setting up the, the health, like healthy boundaries, I guess, it's it's really important and a lot of people don't do it, and especially in business. And when we start business, it's like, yeah, I can take that client as well. You know, I can take everything and I can say yes to everything. I, I was doing the same. I think we all starting at the same kind of point yeah. because we want to grow, we want to do everything. And yeah, that's that's amazing. That means you have now your healthy boundaries. <laughs> That's I do. Great. It took a while though. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. an overnight. You know, you could, you know, I could sit there and um, like I've mentored people recently over the past six months and they'll, they'll ask me, how do you do it? You know, what's your secret? How do you manage two kids and, and the company? How do you do so? I just, you know, I don't understand. And it's, it is those healthy boundaries. It is, it's no CRM system. It's yeah. no... It's no piece of software, whatever. It is 
those yeah. boundaries yeah. and it's took me it's took me like a few years to really get into the routine of maintaining those boundaries but as long as I maintain those boundaries I can function professionally and personally yeah and that is the key that's amazing and that, that's that's actually what I, I just uh, talk about last uh, leadership training I talk about efficacy agency and esteem and agency is a big part of that like we need to be efficient but self-agency is more like to understand ourselves and what driving us and, and how we can actually regulate ourselves and time and I think that's really important and I think that we are still like all people in the world we're still missing that and I think everybody should learn that I mean that's great job that you did it in two years congratulations that that's why it took me a few days or weeks to take you or get you on my podcast <laughs> yeah like, well, that's, no. why, that's why that's why text exists that's why the entrepreneur experience exists yeah. healthy boundaries so I have yes. to you know practice what I preach yes now tell me okay what's next that means you had your amazing business starting COVID hit and now you had to pivot what happened there? What is actually now, what is that exciting, awesome business that you have right now? Tell us more about that. So what I did when COVID hit, went back to my business model. I looked and it was a community membership that I had envisioned for the future. And I thought, yes, I can do this. It's local. It's about Perth. It's about helping professionals um, enjoy a lifestyle, um, you know, experiential lifestyle in Perth as well, but being part of a community of like-minded people, let's do this. So I spent around six months um, having some coaching on how to build a membership, how to build the product, um, you know, what would, um, what would work for me to launch it. And I built um, a paid membership um, but it was around the family travel company. It was around um, building my own three-night getaways, um, having events in there to, so that um, members and their families could come and enjoy some experiences in Perth, which then would also help local travel and tourism and hospitality businesses in Perth, but then would also connect the local um, you know, professionals, Perth entrepreneurs and corporate leaders to these businesses. So I built a membership around that, launched it in December last year, and that went great. I, um, I still have my original founding members today, so that's nearly a year on. So I'm so, so happy about that. But over that time, the membership launched under the family travel company. And obviously, it was a brand new product. There was nothing like it in Perth. And I had to um, get out of my head the perfectionism streak that I have I had to I had to literally disconnect from that and it's really hard because I'm a perfectionist so I have to work on that every day so I knew that this is a new product I need to test it it's going to evolve I need to get feedback maybe people won't like it <laughs> I know that's the hard one it's like, oh my god please like it um but the oh. feedback was great and I did ask for feedback and the, the product evolved, the inclusions in the product evolved. I started doing days out on a catamaran for entrepreneurs. And because I was doing more events and the three night getaways weren't really selling, people wanted the events. They wanted experiential events, you yeah. know, self-care events, social engagements, um, they, you know, day retreats because there wasn't really much many day retreats out. There was overnight retreats, but people that couldn't do the overnight they wanted day retreats. So I got, I did that throughout this year, and I got to August, and I thought, okay, everything I've been doing is great. All of these self care events are amazing, but it doesn't reflect the family travel company. Like my 
the company trading name doesn't reflect what I'm doing. So I got to around July and I was brainstorming, okay, what, what am I going to do? And I can't, I have no idea. I cannot remember how I came up with the name, but I changed it to the Entrepreneur Experience and Tex for short, T-E-X. Because I, I like the long name, don't get me wrong. I like the long name, but, and I like the Entrepreneur Experience, but I figured out, I think there's nine E's in the Entrepreneur Experience and there is no way I am having that as an email address. <laughs> I like how it's sad. So I have Tex for short, T-E-X. So I changed the trading name on August the 1st to the Entrepreneur Experience, maintained my membership. And now my membership offers um, sports and social activities, like social engage engagements for um, members and their families, self-care experiences for entrepreneurs and corporate leaders, such as you know, relaxing out on a catamaran, a full day out on a catamaran, full day retreats or I'll cocktail events. Yep, you will be there next week. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited. I've been, I've been out this morning getting things ready. I'm so excited. The weather's oh. looking amazing. I mean, that's a full day of self-care, a full day of just immersing yourself yeah. in the amazing turquoise waters. <laughs> And I mean, who doesn't want to do that? Want to do I just that? can't wait. I have already goosebumps from that. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, I love, you know, I love spending money. So I mean, budgeting is probably Everyone. a challenge. Okay. I, have to, I have to sit down and go, no, it's not in my budget. But the ladies will love it. <laughs> awesome. This is awesome. And you know what I, I really value when you're talking, talking about that, when I'm listening to your journey and and so many things that you need to try and change and, and went through. And I know how that feels to get feedback. And don't take me wrong, I probably got the... People try to be nice. I didn't get a voice feedback. But when I was going on my first workshop, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't speak any good English. I don't know what to do. And I just spoke in front of these people, super red, you know, really shy, <laughs> really nervous, couldn't say proper English word. There was really bad accent and everything was, you know, when it's, when you're under stress, like you're using a little bit silly words, you know, it's not really smart. It just, you sound like I probably was really dumb on the workshop, but people still try to be nice, you know, and you're like, okay, this, I shouldn't do this. Like I shouldn't do this. This will be bad for my reputation. No, but look at and, it now. Look and the now. thing is, if you didn't do that workshop, <laughs> you wouldn't be where you but, are. And that's the thing, like we need to go through that hard times like we need to actually take ourselves lightly you know like it's because yes. not end of the world and I love that you actually fought with your perfectionism and you let it go because without letting that go you, you wouldn't have what you have and I think that's so important for everyone I know yeah, what happened women. on my retreat can you not remember what happened on my retreat but just before you got here my four girls that were I was come on we're going for an hour hike <laughs> I had honestly I'd photographed the whole route I'd videoed the route I had you know I put notes everywhere and then um stupid me did this a month before we was going on on the hike the weather was terrible the the land had changed yeah. So my one hour hike turned into two and a half hours because I got everyone lost. And <laughs> you know what? This is just so normal, honestly. I think we can just talk about these kind of experiences because when I was when I went to Bahamas, I was uh, having this 
tour with four people on stand-up paddle board and I didn't do it before I didn't know where is the road you know like especially when you're on the water like and you don't yeah. have any idea it was this beautiful park and and the beach was nowhere I mean it's it just basically place it's not even like a you know like like path that you can draw and I drove like this path based on Google Earth, like with um, mangroves, you know, when I saw the, the small gap, like I will go left there. Well, <laughs> it didn't exist when I was on the stand-up board with group. There was no, oh, no mangroves. No. There, will be, there will be only mangroves and no path. Like I had to search for that. It was really bad. Anyway, that means I know what you're talking about when you get lost with people. Oh, it's like the anxiety. <laughs> I had I had about 30 seconds of like this real like powerful anxious feeling take over me and, was, and I remember I, I, I messaged Gav I messaged my husband and I told him what happened and he just he, he just messaged me back and he went you'll figure it out that is not what I want to hear give me a solution uh, that was what well, you wanted to hear <laughs> but it was what? Because, it, yeah. because it was like well I've got to figure it out it's got to figure yeah. it out because you know everyone's yeah. relying on me but the thing is everyone loved it everyone they came to be in nature so it was meant to be it was, it was I, like, meant I think, to be. yeah I think look everybody was happy that's the most important and your event was amazing and you have bunch of amazing people together and I think that's that's actually always making the event itself that's people it doesn't matter you know if you're lost or if you're doing something you know 30 minutes longer it's all about people and yeah. if you facilitate you know that that kind of beautiful vibes it doesn't really matter like it's just not important yeah. and I think that's great and I, and I love that and when you say that you are like anxiety and everything how did you actually when you think about that moment how did you take yourself out of that and just kind of like put yourself together and you know like I don't know I'll tell you what I did <laughs> I, I separate I separated myself from the group so I had one lady and I said just make sure the group stay together I'm just going to go because I was me I was I'd contacted the owners of the property to help you know navigate us back quicker because the route I was going to take was twice as long um so I went ahead and met them just um ran a little bit further ahead because I thought I've got to calm myself down because I was just I was I was getting a little bit anxious because I didn't I, I wanted it to be perfect and I know I needed to let go of that so I just uh, separate separate myself from the crowd I stopped and I just took some deep breaths as simple as that I just took some closed my eyes and I took some deep breaths and I just you know I just I told myself what the outcome was going to be I'm going to meet I'm going to meet the guy that's going to take us back to the property. And then I knew that I'd, um, I'd, I'd left enough time, additional time in case I needed additional time. So there was no, even though I was an hour and a half um, over with the hike, I actually trolled that, you know, I, I, I got that time back throughout the day anyway, because I'd left additional time. So when I took those deep breaths and I said to myself, you know, what kind of impact has this had? Well, Everyone was happy to be out in nature longer anyway. So I was worrying about what they thought. And that was, you know, that, that was not applicable. Just get rid of that feeling. I was, you know, I had the opportunity to get the time back. So there's not a problem there. And we was on our way back anyway. Everyone had water. So when I actually sat down and thought about the whole situation, it was pull yourself together. I'm fine. Everyone's safe. No one's injured. And we're on our way back. And uh, honestly, this is the major, probably, 
tool that everybody should use when people because we work in the amygdala hijack all the time like we are in under stress a lot of the time of the day even if you're yes. late for something like today i arrive <laughs> late to every meeting and you know sometimes we just have those days but but i can yeah. feel it that i'm under pressure i'm in stress and because I don't want to disappoint other people. And ex exactly, we straight away think like what, what other person will think about me that I'm not professional and you know that I will lose a little bit of respect or I will, I will lose a little bit of trust. And yeah. it is like, it is us how we think. And this is what I do as an exercise as well, that actually I, I push people away from, from the situation and tell them to breathe, really just inhale, exhale and yeah. calm yourself down because we are getting like I think that's Demartini that he always says that when we actually are in a stress or we you know uh, judge ourselves or th we think other people judge us or compare ourselves, we, we get into that hijack and and basically we get a little bit silly like we we actually can't think because we can't use the whole brain capacity and I think that's the sad thing like we just work in that state all the time. That means people yeah. actually are maybe even they can be all smarter if they will start to actually relax, go on your trips, <laughs> day retreats and start to learn, you know, like start to learn these, yeah. these amazing stuff that we need to actually relax. We need to actually have those breathing exercise and really just calm our heart rate because heart rate yeah. is the major thing. It's up and we're gone. Yeah. And, and that's another reason why I do the full days, like a full day at sea, a yeah. full day retreat because you need that extended amount of time to really yeah. see the benefits. It's okay having an hour break here, two hours there, um, you know, spending a couple of hours at the beach or going for a walk in nature, which I do most days anyway, yeah. um, you know, to relax as a daily practice, but to really disconnect and to really feel that benefit, you need, you, you need a longer period. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I do that four day retreat, the four day at sea, because that does give you the opportunity it's, you know, you have to give yourself permission to put self-care first. Yeah. You know, I, people say to me, what's your values? You know, yeah, family. I've, I've got some really strong family values. But, you know, my health and wellness sits level with family in terms of values. Because if I haven't got my health, then what good, I, what good am I to my kids if I'm not healthy? If I don't put my health and wellness first, how can I be the best version of myself? That's really great message. That's why I paused. I didn't even want to continue. Like, yeah, the values are so important. And I think it's so important to live by them and use them as a compass. And, and I love when people understand there is a connection. Like if we don't take care of ourselves. And with that, I'm so sad that I see it every day. I see so many people even like, hey, do you have time for 10 minutes call? No, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Like, why are you busy? Like yeah. we are all preoccupied with our business, of course, because we have responsibility, but we shouldn't be busy all the time. Like that's not positive. <laughs> and if, if you are, I think when, when you really enjoy your, your life and your work and, and you really keep yourself healthy, that's when you understand that you are not busy. You have time for whatever you want, like yep. for whatever you want. And you can make a lot of money. Like I still have breaks. I still have my weekends. I still going to the beach. I still spend every morning running. I still do that. And yep. I'm really happy in business and in my private life because if I don't go run, I feel crap. Or if I don't, yep. you know, eat healthy, I feel crap. And I'm probably not, not the best for my clients. But yeah, I really agree. I think it's so important. And I think 
that's why I believe like all your services right now, when you actually pivot your business, I think it's even better that you're focusing on actually high level of, you know, CEOs and managers and leaders. And, yeah. and basically they need some rest. That means it's really beautifully, you know, managed to have that one day rest. It doesn't need to be three days, four days rest. It's just one day, beautiful retreat when you put yourself together. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, especially with corporates, um, you know, you, you spend a lot of time being a great leader and leading your team and looking after your team and making sure yeah. that your team have the opportunities and that, you know, that they get the time off they need. But who looks after the leaders? Yes, exactly. And I, yeah. yeah, no one to tell you like, hey, maybe you should have a break. Maybe yeah, have I tell break. them. It's like, yes. come on, you yes. need to come <laughs> see me. Let's go and play at sea. Yeah. What What is next for you? Tell us a little bit of plans. What is in 2022 for Eleanor and business? And uh, so, some secrets. And I'm give me a second. <coughs> So 2022, oh my God, it's so exciting. So the, the membership for techs is going to change from the 1st of February, 2022. Um, my members will find out all about that on Wednesday, but basically what I'm doing is I'm just bringing the membership itself and um, how the payment works in line with the product itself because I do men's events as well as ladies events. And I've had to, because it's a brand new product, I've had to, over the past 12 months, just look at what works, what doesn't work, what could work better, and what do my members want? Um, so that they'll, instead of there being two membership options in 2022, there'll be three membership options. So this is all really exciting. Um, I'm increasing the kind of, um, the fitness element, there's going to be a focus on that. So I'm having a, a Krav Maga self-defense program, which kicks off in January for 10 weeks. Um, there'll be another four-day retreat in February. And um, of course, we are building a CEO leadership retreat um, together. Collaboration. <laughs> I love collaboration. It's one of my favorite things ever, ever, yeah. ever. Because I'm a firm believer that if you bring creative minds together different creative minds different strengths that's where innovation occurs and you yeah. have got to snap that up and embrace it you have yeah. got to do that and collab this type of collaboration and partnerships this is this is how um the products and the, you know, the events that i've created under the entrepreneur experience this is how they've come about this is yeah. why that while this this my events have sold out because i've worked with whether it's been crown perth who um i they were they partnered with me for an event or whether it's um eventide which is the catamaran the name of the catamaran that i collaborate with to deliver these events we've we've come together to bring something new and unique and i think you have to do that and that's what i'm doing with you you know the ceo leadership retreat to deliver something incredible to, to bring my other um you know qualifications certifications with um the entrepreneurial mindset profiling and your um, expertise and your profiling and your emotional intelligence and conscious leadership values. You know, I cannot wait to merge all that together and bring something incredible to Perth for um, CEOs, corporate leaders. Um, I mean, this is going to be awesome. I mean, I really can't wait for this. Um, so I'm um, so 
Um, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to calm, get my overexcitement out. <laughs> I'm so I'm, yeah. excited. No wonder. You know, some. I, I must be because yeah, I'm really high energy. So I, I remember, you know, like when I'm around, I'm around people, and I'm really overexcited and high energy. I just look at some people and I'm thinking, oh my god, they just want to escape from me now, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Give me a few moments. <laughs> oh, give it time. Give it time. <laughs> oh, that may be opposite. Be careful. <laughs> no, no, but it's, so, yeah. this is really exciting. Like I, I told already a few people, like I think it's absolutely amazing that because there's two or three people, you know, there's a lot of people that are delivering and it's exactly it's about collaboration. I think the people actually in the retreat, like if they like, when they will be there, they will have much better experience. Like when I will be, you know, myself saying like, yeah, this is what I can do for you, all of you. And I will, you know, make you happy. No, that's not true. It's always great to have people together actually help you and do it together and bring your, your education. You, you manage to learn all life, you know, I managed to learn all life. How amazing that is that we can actually bring it together from different countries, from, you know, different cultural backgrounds. I think I, I, that's absolutely great for, for anyone yeah. who can experience that. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm, yeah. I know, I don't like. I was thinking, okay, like let's, I was going to dance, this is how we do it. But I was thinking maybe. Do you know how many times I've used that song over my reel? I need to get a little bit more creative with my songs for my reels. <laughs> Anyway, I was going to ask uh, when you like I will yeah because yeah I, I will I will let you go soon and That's I was just curious if you think about like one thing why do you think um, CEOs or leaders should join the the event that is going to happen in March the CEO retreat what do you what you will highlight or what you will mention what is what is the major benefit? <laughs> well, two major things. Um, so one is around the self care aspect. I'm very, very passionate about that. So, um, you know, it is an element of disconnecting from your professional identity. So you can actually be the best version of yourself professionally and personally, but obviously it's to work on yourself as a leader, to consistently work on yourself as a leader, especially the emotional intelligence side, which is what I absolutely love about what you do, is you don't just learn leadership and you go off and do it. Yeah you come back and you consistently learn, you learn new things because you, you get into that routine. And sometimes you need to break that routine to figure out if, oh, could I do that better? Yeah. Should I really be doing that? Have I just gone into this autopilot mode? Yeah. So sometimes you have to break that routine to refresh your thinking, to upgrade your thinking, and you know to work in yourself consistently and i think what i love about that actually uh something just popped up because we talk about the retreat and we said what also we want to do is uh, to really don't just let people go and and let them do it after the retreat but we want to actually stay in touch and help them to implement new stuff or new skills and i think that was the major thing that uh, we talk about uh, i know we're still going to discuss that but i think that will be the major focus like to really don't let people just go to do it, it themselves because it's pretty hard anyway that means to to really learn something and implement it and have a chance to get back together as a group online or face to face and just see how we how we did how we go you know how, how we did it and absolutely i think you've hit the nail on the head there alex because 
people come, you know, you get excited when you go on a retreat or something um, along those lines because, <laughs> oh, sorry about that, bang. It's all, it's all great. Great discussion, that's all it. You know, this fun stuff involved, you learn these things. It's a little break from work, but you learn these things about yourself. But you need to implement those new things, you know, to, into your daily lives, whether it's professional or personal. And I think when we spoke about this, this is one thing we wanted to support people following the retreat is, you know, how do we, how do we support people to hold themselves accountable and to look at helping them implement this in their daily lives and come back together um, you know as a group again and you know discuss things you know what's worked what hasn't worked but but make that you know make that coming back together experiential as well it's not just let's catch let's catch up again in a meeting room it's no let's let's go and experience something again let's go and remember why we did this awesome I'm so excited I can't wait, and uh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see your journey. I will be watching you. Probably, we will collaborate on a few different uh, events or projects. I'm really looking. Oh, absolutely, that. I'm going to follow you around Perth. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I think we are following each other already. But no, I do, and thank you. Know, thank you. Um, you know, for the opportunity to collaborate and to work on something. It's um, you know, I really feel blessed that we was introduced to each other and I'm a big 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 believer in if you've got an incredible idea do not leave it festering in your mind yeah. you know I always if I have this amazing idea but I feel a little bit overwhelmed it's I write down three small things that I could do to to get one step closer to it and it could be the tiniest of things it could be to ring somebody because that one phone call could make it reality you have no idea and I speak to people on a regular basis that have got these incredible ideas I'm like do something with it for god's sake this is amazing stop keeping it a secret you're a secret entrepreneur Oh, yeah. yeah, I know that one. And I know so many people, they're like, oh, but I don't want to tell everyone about my idea because they will steal it. I will be, yeah, it's okay. They will steal it because they're probably faster and they can execute and you're just staying in the dream. That means yeah. probably that can happen. But if you don't tell, say it, it nothing's yes. going to happen. <gasps> yes. Oh, no, I've just realized now, if you put this podcast live and everyone finds out about our CEO leadership retreat, someone's going to do it. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> no, we will be first. <laughs> no, we're going to be first. We're going to be first. My idea. My idea. Our idea. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait to see all these copies. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we will sign up to someone else. <laughs> anyway, where people can find you if they want to connect you with, with you? Oh, okay. So um, online. You can find me at the Entrepreneur Experience on Facebook and Instagram. You'll probably see it as, even though you'll find me on the Entrepreneur Experience, you'll see it as Tex Perth, T-E-X Perth. You can find me on LinkedIn as Eleanor Chapel. Um, my company profiles are across LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, I have a website, Tex Perth. If you want to find me physically, then regularly on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll be at Chipmunks in Wanneroo. So if you want to come and help me tag team my kids, I'm happy to catch a pope of coffee. I'll buy you a coffee. Um, 
that. Yeah, yeah. That's really, that's that's really it. Online and face to face. Yeah. You see, I'm just I'm I'm hanging out for some you know babysitters here. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah, I can see it. We will put advertisement out, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I will also, also put your website in the comment. That means everybody can connect with you and actually find your email or website or. But yes, do follow. Do follow. Do follow because. Um, you know, I'm back on the catamaran, on Eventide catamaran from Saturday. So I've got a corp, I've got a corporate Christmas party that, um, on the catamaran on Saturday. Then I've got 20 female entrepreneurs, which you are one of them, next week across two yeah. different days. So the socials will be going crazy with um, videos and pictures of stunning turquoise waters and beautiful catamaran. And us. Oh yes, stunning us. Oh yes, and. <laughs> Yes, it's going to be fantastic. But, you know, um, people hang out for this day um, yeah. for months and months. And I haven't been on the catamaran since April. So I'm really yeah. excited. That's yeah. exciting. I can't wait to be there. I really honestly can't wait. And I was so, I was like, oh my gosh, because I got contacted through a website that um, they want me to speak on that day. And I was like, oh. So and yes, just hook me up and I'll be on a catamaran. And I'll, you know, and I'll say hi. Then I'll say, can't talk. Bye-bye. <laughs> I'm yeah, drinking champagne. I'll do online, man. Um, yeah, that would be great. It's like, yeah, I can, I can plug it in. <laughs> Zoom. Anyway, I really can't wait. And um, yeah, I'm going to relax in the middle of the week. What is absolutely exciting. And uh, yeah, definitely do it. Connect with Eleanor. I think she is absolutely amazing vibe and energy and is always wanted to have a chat, have a coffee. Sometimes beach walks she's doing um, around Trick or somewhere there. Almost. Yeah, long. so I haven't done one last month um, because what was I doing? What was I doing? Oh, we focused on um, doing drop-in volleyball on a Friday. Yeah. So I had some drop-in volleyball sessions. Um, but yeah, if anyone loves volleyball, then come to Joondalup, drop-in volleyball. Or I've got a volley, I've got Texas got a volleyball team. They play together on Monday night. So if you fancy um, yourself as a bit of a volleyball player and you want to be our, one of our reserves, then that's all good. We're getting better. We're working better as a team. Communication's good. I've only, you know, broke two nails and took chunks off my fingers and arms lately it's a dangerous yes. game indoor beach volleyball is a dangerous game i will wait for you to come to Fremantle beach volleyball and miss venue will yes. come there i will definitely sign in <laughs> oh, awesome have a lovely lovely day and uh, i will see you soon and look yes see you soon alex thanks Thank bye you. Bye.